the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at PastorScott at KKLA.com. Or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. And now, here's Pastor Scott. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Great to be with you today as it is each and every day from 3 to 5. And what we do on Fridays is we have Open Line Friday. That means you can call about anything you'd like to call about. The number is 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557 is the number. And uh, you can call about a Bible question you got, maybe something that is in the news that you want to talk about, comment. There's all kinds of different things that we uh, that come up on uh, Friday, so we'll take your calls here. You can call now. We'll get your calls here in a few minutes. 888-528-2557. We'll let you change the subject. And uh, that uh, that works out pretty well. You never know what people want to talk about. You know, yesterday I was driving home, like I do, and, uh, you know, traffic is pretty typical, L.A. traffic, and I'm driving, and I'm in the, the left-hand lane. I'm not in the carpool lane. I'm in the uh, the left-hand lane. And uh, I look over into the carpool lane, and I happen to see, I happen to see somebody who is uh, on our team in the carpool lane. And what was mostly interesting about this is uh, that this person did not have another person in the car. And uh, I'm looking, and he doesn't recognize me, because yesterday I picked up my wife's van, and I was driving a minivan, not usually the uh, the Aston Martin that I usually drive. Did you know that? It's a Honda Accord, but it identifies as an Aston Martin. That's the way I see it. And uh, so, you, you know, you might have recognized me. Uh, you got anything to say about that uh, that uh, infraction there? Or maybe there was somebody in the uh, the back seat there. No, you know what? I'm gonna be. I'm gonna come clean. There was nobody other than me in the vehicle, but I'm gonna say this: I've done it numerous times, and I haven't been caught. Because, I mean, think about it. There's all that traffic in the regular lanes, and then the carpool lane is wide open. Sometimes you just gotta. That's that's the way you look at it, huh? You know, have you seen those signs in the carpool lane though that talk to you about uh, when you do get caught, how much that's gonna cost? Uh, I think it's like about four fifty. Yeah, it's a, it's like over four hundred dollars. <laughs> that keeps going. I don't know if that's worth the. And in fact, I looked at it and uh, and to be real honest, now right now, what I'm wondering is how many people are driving in L.A. traffic and you just moved into the carpool lane because we gave you that idea. You know, got to be a, a, an example. You know, so we do not endorse uh, breaking any laws uh, whatsoever on the Pastor Scott Show. Look, I'm gonna if you're gonna do it. I'm going to give you some tips when to do it. Don't do it right now during the day. You got to do it like towards, you know, evening. When I'm going to give you dark. I'm going to give you a number, Jose. It's $490 minimum. Minimum $490. That means when they get the recording of you just giving that advice, they can tack on more. You know what happened in the news today? Uh, Donald Trump's penalty in that uh, E. Jean Carroll thing. It went from $5 million to 80 something million, $83 million that he has to pay. Uh, they didn't have to go that high. 
You see, Scott. See, that's that. Is. That's that troubling minimum word there. There's a there's a lot of room there for a judge maybe to do that. The thing is, I'm driving a smart car, and my passenger seat was all filled up with boxes. So, you know, that I consider that a passenger. <laughs> I see. Well, you know, maybe it identifies as a passenger uh, these days. Have you ever? Here's the question though for you, the for our have you ever? You know, what kind of laws can you just sort of fudge a little bit? Right? Is it is it okay? One time, I'm thinking there's one time I drove in the carpool lane uh deliberately and uh and uh and broke the law there. Uh 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. Colin here says uh I saw someone get pulled over for crossing into the double lined carpool lane in Glendale the other day. I was so happy. Glendale drivers need to be punished. <laughs> You know, uh, speaking of uh, drivers in California, here is a bill that has been proposed in California, and this is for real, to attach a device to your car that will not allow you to ever go more than 10 miles over the speed limit. Yeah, the new bill would require all cars in California to eventually have a new device called a speed governor and pretty much the device that goes in your vehicle and it prevents it, physically prevents it, from going over 10 miles an hour over that speed limit. Now, this is all being introduced by State Senator Scott Weiner out of San Francisco. The bill would apply to any new car or truck made or sold in the state starting in 2027. Another part of the measure would require large trucks to install side guards to prevent pedestrians, cyclists, and other vehicles from getting stuck under the truck during a crash. Now, Senator Weiner says the bills are common sense actions to protect public safety. But critics call this government overreach and intrusion. They say it creates more bureaucracy and is a waste of money. He disagrees. All right. So you're going to if this bill passes and uh, ladies and gentlemen, when I talk about uh, why you should vote, there's all kinds of reasons why you ought to vote. And uh, this is uh, Scott. Scott Weiner is his name. And he is a assemblyman from uh, Bay Area. And uh, any, any crazy bills that are happening in our state, it's got his name on it. Usually uh, that's actually, actually true. Most of the ones that we brought up on the show that need to be defeated. He's the one. He's not the only one, but he's mostly the one now now the question i have for you though is how crazy is this or is it not do you agree or disagree that cars in california should have a device attached to them that would prevent anybody from going over you know 10 miles over the speed limit what's the speed limit in cal it's 65 on the freeway not that 65. you can it's what 65 on the freeway yeah 65 not that you can get up to that you know on most of the time unless you're in the carpool lane like jose uh, you still couldn't. And by the way, I was going to point out, Jose, that uh, you didn't get that far ahead of me. You know, you As were ahead producer, of me. Also, I just want to step know, in and say the views of Jose are not the, are not the, the views of the Scott Pastor Scott Show. But we're, we're interested in getting uh, your views on these things. 888-528-2557. Rachel in Orange County, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, thank you. So I, I have two, two things to say. First of all, um, the carpool thing. Um, I don't do it because you're right. It's not worth it. It's a big fat ticket. I actually was legally in the carpool, but what happened is I I exited before the lines broke up. Mm. And when all was said and done, it, it cost me um, over $500 because you, you don't have to just pay the ticket. You got to pay, you know, your court fees and all that other stuff. So it, it, it was pretty hefty. Oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, so you actually got a ticket. I did. I did. But I had, you know, three people in the car. But like I said, I, I crossed over before the lines broke up and they and they got me for it. The same. It's the same. It doesn't matter if you have uh, you'll, you'll get the same ticket. 
you know, know yeah, I, I think I think the law is you can't cross it at all except for where the lines are broken up. Yes. Right. Yes. So did and that you, was a hard lesson. So yeah. I don't at all. I will miss my exit and, and travel the extra mile, two miles, whatever, because, yeah, it was a big, fat, you know, fine. It was horrible. Um, the other thing I just want to say is, uh, since it's, um, you know, anything Friday, just to remind everybody about um, the uh, repeal the death tax that's coming up on the 5th. Um, there, there's a vote to repeal it, and um, you can sign it and mail it in. And hopefully get that repealed. It's a horrible thing that snuck in. And, right. uh, well, is that going to be on the, where is that? Is that on the ballot coming up? Um, well, you have until February 5th. To I'm sign not, a I petition or something? To sign it and mail it back. Okay. Um, you know, we'll, we'll probably do a show. And uh, if you want to email me at pastorscott at kkla.com, send me an email with uh, a link. And uh, we'll take I'll a look at those things. Too. I'll send you the form of exactly what, where you sign and how you do it. But okay. it needs to be before the, uh, February 5th. I will do that. Thank you. Thank All you, right. Pastor. All right, God Rachel. God bless you. Thanks for calling the Pastor Scott Show, 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. It's Open Line Friday. We'll talk about whatever it is you'd like to talk about. Subject here is, and along with the news that California is proposing a bill where they would put a device on everybody's car that will not allow you to go more than 10 miles over the speed limit. Now, to be, to be really clear here, it is breaking the law to drive over the speed limit. Now, whether you can have arguments about basic speed law and things like that, and also just to be forthcoming about this, I have attended traffic school in every county in Southern California and a couple in Arizona. Uh, not always for speeding, you know, uh, and, uh, you know, and I have done the online traffic school uh, a few times. It's like an eight hour traffic school. I used to be able to do the eight hour traffic school in like an hour and a half. Uh, but they caught on to me and now they make you wait and, you know, you, you, they expect it's going to take you a certain amount of time to read all that stuff. But you can probably do it in four or five. Uh, anyway, are there laws that it's OK to sometimes break or is it, you know, and in this issue, is it OK for the government to force you to not be able to speed more than 10 miles an hour? 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. You know, or maybe there's some other speed laws. Should we have no speed laws at all? What do you think? As someone uh, with a lead foot. Yeah. No, we should not have speed laws. As someone with a lead I I uh, heard somebody say, and I steal this quite a bit, that for the Christian, when it comes to uh, traffic laws, the last part of your body to uh, get saved is your right foot. Like It seems like these are laws that uh, we break everybody breaks most people well not somebody i was driving behind this morning come to think of it they were breaking it the other way because there's also that 35 mile an hour person who needs to get off the freeway i feel if we held everybody the same speed limit traffic is going to get even worse i mean (laughs) the other lanes are for you know speeding and passing when you got to pass somebody (laughs) you're going to have to break the law eventually i see jose you know in the in some states the left lane you know people call that the passing lane Right. I don't think we call it that in California. I never heard that until I started to get to know people we from out of state. Fast lane. You're, yeah, yeah, that's right. It means something totally different in Los Angeles. Uh, and that's, I wonder if that's why. You know, I used to, when I was in college, I was going out uh, shortly after college a couple of times with this girl who got mad at me because I was driving in the fast lane. And I didn't know what she was talking about. What do you mean I'm driving in the fast lane? She goes, well, you're driving in the fast lane. 
Oh, she meant the left lane. I didn't realize we had called it that. 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. Larry, Laurie in Huntington Beach. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Laurie. Hi. Hi, Laurie. Hi, Pastor. Hi. I was calling about Jose and um, not to be judgmental, but discerning. And it just, I I went to Bible study last night at my church. And one of the things Paul's words came up is the letter of the law kills. Hmm. Um, So we're talking about laws. And I know that's a whole deep subject, but it, it doesn't really seem, I mean, we should follow the laws as closely as we can uh, in respect to the governing authorities so to be blase about it yeah i think that you know it it does matter right i mean in in a really big picture you know some of the issues that we talk about that are far more serious you know we've talked about the the border issues right and who's following the law and why don't we just follow the laws that are written and those kinds of things those are obviously much much bigger bigger issues and then, so I think there's the issue, are there laws that it's okay to fudge sometimes, maybe traffic laws or small things? Or, you know, another thing is since the government is potentially going to put a device on your car so that you can't break the law too much, like they give you 10 miles right. an hour, apparently, uh, is that the right way to handle it or, or not? Should the government make it impossible to break the law in this way? I think that that is subjective, but I don't agree that the government should have that much control of us. And then that the law comes into play when we break that law of speeding. So it should be, you know, but anyway, I know weaving in and out of the lanes or going into the fast lane is very, very dangerous too. I'm new to Orange County. (laughs) So and my insurance went way up when I moved here from Santa Cruz County, which was a more rural area. Oh, yeah. Getting to know the roads, but I just don't appreciate the blase attitude of, eh, you know, it is okay. Is it? And, you know, I have broken law, I'm sure, and, and, and done sinful things, and I'm not, you know, yeah. judging. But well, and, the, and we have to be, we have to be really clear is that speeding, you know, kills people. That's the rationale. So the rationale isn't, I'm a meanie and I just don't want you to drive fast, right? The, the rationale is, and for the speed limit, uh, there used to be some rationale for speed limit about conserving fuel. I don't know that we think about that too much anymore, but it's a safety thing, right? It, you know, if you get in a wreck at 30 miles an hour, you're more likely to be okay than you would at 70 miles an hour, or you're likely not to be okay. So there, there's a reason not to speed uh, that matters. In, right, in, and in that, that comes into play with seatbelts, and we never wore them when we were kids in the 60s, and motorcycle helmets, you know, so we have to start enforcing things to save lives and to save medical costs that we as the public have to bear, and I understand all of that. So yeah. anyway, I just all right. wanted to... Hey, Lori, thank, <laughs> thank you for calling. Appreciate that very much. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Pastor Scott Show. 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. This is Senator Weiner talking about the uh, bill that he... Uh, put forward. When the federal government started mandating seatbelts, there were people who said, that's an overreach. You're invading my freedom. I think we understand now that without that seatbelts have saved countless, countless lives. See, that's part of his rationale. Seatbelts have saved lives. I got in a car wreck one time, seven cars, and I was right in the middle of it. And it was so bad that when the paramedics showed up, they kept asking and wanting to know who was in the upside down car. And we're all looking around going, what kind of, what do you mean? My car was so messed up. It looked like it was upside down from the right perspective. Like it was so bad. And the car curled up around the cabin where I was in it. And uh, I was 
you know, I had whiplash and some stuff, but relatively unscathed. The car just dented in the right place and did what it was supposed to do. Um, and But the highway patrol told me flat out that if I was not wearing my seatbelt, it would have taken them a long time to uh, get me out of that car. It wouldn't have mattered because I wouldn't be alive. So seatbelts do save your life. 888-528-2557. This has gathered a lot of attention. Somebody else from the offices here uh, has a comment about what's going on here. Uh, I won't say, uh, you know, who everybody is, but. Hey, thank you, Pastor Scott. No, I was listening to your conversation. I'm like, oh, I've been known to do that a time or two. Get in and, the carpool lane? Yeah, and my little secret is, you know, everybody sometimes is either late for an appointment or has a slight emergency. So you bump in the, in the carpool lane for a moment, and what you do is you put down the passenger visor and open up the vanity mirror so the light goes on and you pretend you're talking to your wife next to you as you're driving. I so, see. So, so that's one method. Yeah, some people, you know, they go as far as putting an actual mannequin in the car. I've heard about uh, that. But the police catch on to that. And uh, once, uh, by the way, we are also not uh, endorsing this I don't, behavior. Yeah, I don't condone that to anyone. And one other one is I've been known to use only once in my life, but I have a video screen in the back for the kids, so I'll pop the video screen down. <laughs> and start rolling a Disney movie and pretend we've got children in the back seat, and so, I'll leave it with that. It feels like this is a regular thing that you have uh, you have worked out here. I live very close by, so I don't have to commute on the on the freeway. But I've been known to be late for an appointment or two, so I'll leave it with that. All right, all right. Well, you know that's a that's the ethical question. If you're late for an appointment, or maybe you're late for a doctor's appointment, and that carpool lane for whatever reason is just empty. You know, uh, do, you, do you move over over there? You know, uh, uh, $490 minimum. I mean, how late are you going to be? 888-528-2557. Alex in L.A., welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Oh, is this for Alex? Yeah, Alex, go ahead. Hi there. This is scarily like George Orwell's big brother. Um, <laughs> They're not going to let know, you I'm, go more than 10 miles an hour. I got to I got to yeah. yeah. I mean controlling our cars and but the the point I was going to make is that the more the government tries to force us to comply and force us to conform, conform it's removing personal responsibility from the equation. Hmm. And we're no longer teaching people personal responsibility for their own actions. And I think over time it's going to erode our ability to build character. You know, that's an interesting point when if you're forced in such a way to uh, keep the law, you know, are we teaching people that it becomes the government's job to force us into some kind of morality? Exactly. Right. And to force us to be considerate of other human beings and to try and protect our fellow citizens. It's now the government forcing us to instead of teaching those values. Yeah. Now, what do you think about seatbelts? So I remember when the seatbelt thing was. We never wore seatbelts in my family in the car. And I, so I remember, and I was a little kid, but I remember when it became a rule. And it was very difficult to get used to that, and we were kind of grumpy about it. Now, the funny thing is all these years later, I would never go in the car without a seatbelt. Yeah, and that was before my time. But, I mean, I'm happy to put on a seatbelt. It it does save resources. I mean, especially for children and minors. Mm-hmm. Absolutely should be um, enforced. Yeah, there's a um, there's well, a lot of extra resources that it takes. If you, all the the added injuries, right? So no matter what, it's a good idea for people to not speed, to follow the the speed limit, and to drive carefully. 
But even putting that restriction on a car, I mean, there are safety situations where you need to speed up to avoid an accident. Yes, somebody removing our ability to use our own judgment on the road. There is a time where you actually are better off accelerating rather than hitting the brake to avoid an accident. I've had that happen before. So what happens if you can't? You know, exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. What, what do you all thank you? Thank you very much, Alex, for calling the Pastor Scott show. What do you think about this new law that uh, California might put a, a device on your car called a governor that uh, a uh, what a, a governor? California's in trouble. No, they'd put something on your car that would keep you from uh, driving more than 10 miles over the speed limit. And there's some other interesting things that come up with that. What do you think? 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Uh, David and Stan and Carolyn, I'll get to your calls when the Pastor Scott Show returns. You can follow us on social media and uh, just look for at Pastor Scott Show on your socials and uh, give us a follow. And we got some fun stuff on there right now, at Pastor Scott Show, Instagram, Facebook, X, Twitter, TikTok. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. Emergency vehicles would be exempt from the bill. At this point, we don't know exactly how the device would know the specific speed limit for the street or highway you're on, but it would probably require some type of GPS monitoring system And that also has people concerned. Now, either way, it's just in the beginning stages. It still has a long way to go. It is just a bill at this point, and it's expected to go to a committee sometime in the spring. I'm just a bill, and I'm sitting here. That's how that song goes. Remember, I learned that as a kid. Uh, Welcome back, Pastor Scott Show, 888-528-2557. The bill is to put a device on your car that uh, would control your speed. You couldn't go more than 10 miles an hour over the speed limit. And uh, what do you think about that? 888-528-2557. And uh, what this reporter uh, from ABC7 is who he was, he he suggested that uh, one of the controversies is the only way to do this, you know, how would it know when you're in a 65 or a 55 or a 45 is GPS? And that means they would put a GPS monitor on your car. That means the government always knows where you are. Uh, So that's another, uh, you know, maybe something people haven't thought about with that. 888-528-2557. David in Culver City, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor Scott. Um, Two comments. One is, in theory, I have no objection to that, having a, a monitor on your car. I just don't think the government is efficient enough to do it. I do think what's going to happen, absolutely, I'll bet any money on this, that in the next two years, insurance companies are going to put all kinds of monitors on your car and offer you financial incentives to drive safely. Oh, that That's might be right. No question about yeah. You know, because they have an incentive. The government has no incentive. I mean, they're just, you know, they're just, I don't think they should do it. Secondly, though, I do have another comment about respect for law. You know, I think what's going on in Texas now, where the Texas government is defying the Supreme Court, is a very dangerous precedent. Put, put the shoe on the other foot. Think about it. What if California decided they didn't agree with the Supreme Court protections of the Second Amendment and California decided to just enforce some strict gun laws mm-hmm. in defiance of this, what the Supreme Court said because they think the Supreme Court's not protecting our safety? Yeah, the whole situation brings up multiple problems that are mm-hmm. basically the, the dissolution of the Constitution. So I, I think it, I think it's a it's a major thing. At the same time, the federal government has to enforce the law. That has to come back. 
and uh, you can change but it. The Supreme Court, the Supreme Court is the arbiter of what the yeah. law is. But right they didn't now, uh, at this point. At this point, all they said they didn't say Texas has to tear it down. They said that uh, they said, the Border Patrol has the right to tear it down if they, they want to. The federal government can take it down. They said, they said the federal government has a right to access that uh, wiring. That's that correct. Texas put up. And to defy the Supreme Court again and to have 25 Republican governors sign a letter yeah. approving that – to me, is very dangerous for a civil society. But that's just my comment. Thank you very much. Thank you, David. Appreciate that. It is Open Line Friday, so we talk about everything. I think that subject will come up later. I got a bunch of people right now online for the uh, the car issue, so let's get to let's get to your calls on that. And David made an interesting point about how your insurance company might. You do know, that. they actually do that already. Do they do that already? Yeah, uh, DriveWise by Allstate. Some uh, I think State Farm does it. Geico. I'm they have these little dongles you can plug into your car and, uh, and you get, like, they, some kind they of track discount. if you're a safe driver. Really? Yeah. Really? You have to opt in for it. It's not mandatory. Yeah. Would my wife have access to that information or just... Uh... Yeah, you can Google it. I, th- I think they... Uh... <laughs> Christy right now is rolling her eyes. She's like Scott speeding in the... Oh, uh... man. Yeah. She, Keeping she up can, with Jose in the fast lane, I she see. She can log... Yeah. She, well, maybe she's like, I want you to get home. Why aren't you taking the carpooling? Uh, 888-528-2557. Uh, see, I think it won't become a law because if they can control that, then there's no speeding tickets, and that's a loss of a lot of revenue, I think, also. 888-528-2557. Stan in Laguna, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Oh, thank you. Um, instead of the state uh, obsessing about whether you're going 10 instead of 15 miles an hour over the speed limit and invading our privacy with GPS and cameras and all that jibber-jabber, what they should do is tell the highway patrol to give people tickets for tailgating, because tailgating is what's causing 90% of the accidents, especially with all these cell phones and uh, TV screens on, you know, or monitors or whatever you call it on cars. You know, uh, the distracted driving is is probably a bigger deal. The speeding, you know, if you get in a wreck at high speed, there is death and destruction, right? It's pretty bad. But I see accidents almost every day, and I would say almost every time it's because someone's looking at their phone or they're looking at something else. And it's collision. All the time, all the time driving home. And, in fact, I've been in two of those uh, in the past year. Uh, same thing. And uh, it's people looking at their phone. And uh, luckily, they were low speed, and everybody's okay. Thank you, Stan. Uh, 888-528-2557. Carolyn and Carson, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Okay. Okay, thank you. Welcome. Um, I'm um, I'm glad you played the clip because I hadn't heard it. Uh, but um, when I was in Johannesburg, South Africa, I think the 80s, maybe 70s, the uh, had the t- low season, so it was just me. And my driver was searching for the day. That de- such a device was on the, his vehicle, which was a Toyota Make. Uh, I believe in the minivan type of back in, uh, back in the seventies or eighties. Yes. D- would this was, go like on the gas pedal or something? I vaguely. That's what I'm going to assume yeah. now, as I heard thing. Yes, because whenever he got over 
the speed limit, it would make this audible sound almost like when you have someone in a seatbelt and you don't have it on or something. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he would apologize, you know, until we got, you know, this advice. So, But it was a hoot to me and him when we were okay with it because we were kind of like in a wilderness area. You know how South Africa is a very open landscape. So, yeah, back uh-huh. then. Yeah, so that was that a safety measure? Was it a fuel yeah. conservation? Because in the seventies, you know, a lot about the the fifty five mile an hour speed limit we used to have was about fuel conservation. Mm. Uh, may, I, I, mm-hmm. Maybe that was part of it because you do get better gas mileage, or you did. Maybe not so much anymore. I think it was more of a safety because he he would ignore it any when if they feel his consumption was more, they would have maybe you know he got back gave him that feedback back but um uh you know which i preach i mean so, oh well this is cool so you don't oh, you know over for safety you know so anyway yeah, yeah. all right carolyn thank you so okay, much for calling sure. the pastor scott show uh you know i vaguely remember that kind of device that maybe uh, some people had on their car 888-528-2557 susan and orange welcome to the pastor scott show oh yes hi hi susan um i Hi, I agree with you totally with, I think the government is just trying to control us more and more and be able to attract us wherever we go. Eventually, I think it's going to lead to, you know, evil, an evil type of control. But um, for myself personally, I don't think they have the right to sit there and govern how fast I drive because I had one time uh, when I was driving, this actually happened in Arizona, where um, I was quite certain I was being followed. And I was out in the middle of nowhere, and every time I sped up, they sped up. They weren't that mm. close, but they would speed up, and they, I would slow down. They'd drop back. And then I knew I was coming up to a T-crossing, and so I uh, was o- kind of going over a hill. So I sped up over the, excuse me, over the hill very fast, and then I went on that T-crossing, turned left, and went 90 miles an hour as fast as I could. And then the next day I heard on, over the news that someone was killed in Phoenix, which would have been, if I had turned right, it would have been in Phoenix. So I kind of felt like, you know, these people really were following me, and mm. uh, I felt that it saved my life. <clears throat> yeah, and, I can, you know, man, I can't imagine the, the horror. That's like a bad dream, right? You can't go faster and somebody's chasing you, but you feel like you should be able right. to go faster, but you can't. Uh, I'm, glad, right. I'm glad that you're okay. But I think that's another reason why, uh, you know, it is interesting to me. My kids ask me all the time, why does the speedometer go up to uh, 160? you know, or whatever. And, uh, yeah, it's like, yeah, why, why is that actually, you want to try it out? (laughs) And, uh, they, they say yes, but then uh, dad thinks better of it. Uh, thank you, Susan, for calling and sharing that. I think that's an excellent point, uh, that there are times when you have to go faster that you might, your life might be in jeopardy, right? There's a, there's a time. 888-528-2557. Is it Phila, Philomena? Yes, it's Philomene. Philomene from Santa Clarita. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Thank you. I agree with Jason. There are times when you have to drive faster, it saves a life, first of all. Secondly, the government wants total control of where we go and what we do. And thirdly, if we didn't have people falling asleep at the wheel, then people wouldn't have to speed up and pass them. That causes a lot of accidents. And also, I don't care where I go. They're all on their cell phone and driving, and that scares me to death. Anyhow, thank you for taking my call. Thank you, uh, Philomene, for listening to the Pastor Scott Show. Yeah, I think the cell phone's a, a big deal. One time I was I was on my cell phone, not on like the car version, but I was holding it up to my ear. And this was many, many years ago. 
and I'm driving, and the highway patrol pulls up next to me, and I'm driving, and I look over him, and I look out my left side, you know, driver's side, and I look at this cop, and he's looking at me, and I've got the phone up to my ear, and he just put his arms in the air like, in a, in a way to say, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> I put the phone down, and actually that that has kept me uh, from doing that. He could have given me a ticket. I think it was illegal at that point. Uh, I once had a uh, officer turn on his bullhorn just to tell me to get off my phone, and then he just sped off. You know, I, they don't want to pull people over all the time because yeah. I, when I drive down the freeway, in fact, I had to stop doing this. So don't do this because I got distracted doing this. I would just count how many people I would pass who are on their phone, and it was like everybody. It was so many people. It was disturbing. Don't do it, folks. Just It's just not worth it. You can get a device that'll at least have you, the speakerphone thing go through your car. If your car doesn't do that uh, automatically. Uh, no, Jose, I did not see you on your phone. You were, you, were, you were paying attention to the road when I saw you. And you were driving very safely. You were not following too close. You were not speeding. You were, uh, other than the $500 carpool violation, uh, you were fine. And I don't know if I would have, if I were a police officer, I probably would have looked at you and just put my hands in the air and said, what are you doing, man? And uh, you'd probably pull over, but uh, that's how it goes. All right, 888-528-2557. It is Open Phone Friday. We'll take your call on anything you'd like to call about. 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. Jackie and others will get to your calls as the Pastor Scott Show Friday edition continues. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. Open line Friday, 888-528-2557. We'll talk about whatever it is you'd like to talk about. And uh, we have been talking about uh, the uh, bill to potentially keep your car from speeding and uh, by putting a device on it. But we'll talk about whatever it is you would like to talk about. 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. Jackie and Compton, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Oh, hi. Thank you very much. Hi, Jackie. Um, Hi. Uh, what I wanted to say, I was listening to your program yesterday, and you were talking about simple pleasures in life, like what you take pleasure in. And I was going to call in, and I was going to say, you know, I love flowers. So ah. sometimes I have flowers in my house, and sometimes I don't. But I love to take walks and look at the flowers. But today, I realized what my real pleasure is, my real simple pleasure is. And what's My that? simple pleasure is... Just seeing my grandkids. I mean, what I mean by that, I see them all the time. But just when I'm stressed out, like today was a bad day for me. I mean, I'm watching them. I have seven grandkids, and it's 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 a handful, believe me, okay? Yeah. But then when I look at them, and they just give me a smile, and I say, give me a hug. Come here. Give me a hug. And that hug and that smile, and I realize that that's really what it was because even when I only had two, I'd be having a bad day. I'd go knock on the door, and all I wanted was a hug from one of my little grandkids or my daughter. That's all I wanted. So it's family for me. It's those hugs. It's those kisses. It's just that's really how I feel. And one more thing before before oh. I let you go. Um, whoever answered the phone, 
He was a great person. I love his voice. He needs to be a talk show host like you because he has a great voice. <laughs> I, I will let him know. Is Colin is our uh, call screener today? Colin, he has a great voice. He needs to be a talk show host. All right, oh I, I will. He's me on the radio, and they're running to me right now. <laughs> okay, thank you. All right, thank great. you. All right, Bye-bye. thank Bye. you, Jackie. 888-528-2557, It's Open Line Friday. We'll take your call on anything you would like today. And she was talking about well, a couple of days ago. We did. Uh, she said it was yesterday. It was yesterday. I lose track, but I think it was a couple of days ago. We were talking about uh, the simple pleasures in life, and most of us uh, called about coffee because we played some clips where they're talking about getting rid of your coffee, you know. And that's uh, you know that's going to be the that's going to be the thing that tips everybody over the edge. Wherever we're at as a society, if you take my coffee away, you know, forget it. Uh, you know, with the cars, if they can if they can put a device on your car, like Jose, you said earlier that it's just going to make more traffic. If they can put a device in your car to keep you from going over the speed limit 10 miles, can they also put a device in your car to keep you from slowing down? Like if they did it on everybody's car and like everybody's going 65 miles an hour, wouldn't that help the traffic? I mean, it'd be terrorizing because you couldn't you couldn't slow down or speed up, right? Isn't that what they're trying to do with the uh, self-driving cars, basically? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to put a device to stop everybody from slowing down, like, are you saying if it's a 65, they're going to permit you from going like 35 the whole time? Is right. that what you're saying? Yeah, or, or if, you, if you put everybody, say, between 55 and 70, then that traffic is going to keep moving, right? If you, uh, although I guess if, they have, if somebody changes lanes in the wrong way, then uh, you're just going to have a pileup that's uh, everlasting. Yeah, but I feel like you need to slow down to get your exit, though. And I feel like that'll cause other cars to slow down. Yeah, see, I think think no matter how you look at it, it doesn't work. I think there's like a video where it's like, this is what causes traffic. And it's literally just a car slowing down, and all the other cars behind it slow down. And that somehow causes all the other cars around it in different lanes. Yeah, I'm always behind that person in in the morning. Yeah. (laughs) All right. 888-528-2557. This is the Pastor Scott Show on Fridays. We talk about whatever it is you'd like to talk about. So maybe you've got a Bible question or maybe you've got uh, something in the news you want to talk about or just follow up like Jackie just did on a subject from earlier this week where you didn't get in on the show. 888-528-2557. Michelle in Arcadia, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor Scott. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome, Michelle. How are you today? I'm good. Thank God it's Friday. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, I've been out of the country um, on a vacation, so I don't know if you guys talked about this for the last last Friday. Um, so uh, I just heard recently that um, a pa- Pastor Alistair Biggs comment about attending a, a gay marriage ceremony is okay and also to bring the gift um to the ceremony uh to the wedding mm-hmm. um did anybody we ask haven't about this or how do you we feel? have not talked about that and i i'm aware of uh something that was said in some controversy but i'm not i i'm not specifically aware of the context in which he said it so you know online there's a lot of people saying stuff but so often people take things out of context that it's very hard to you know, determine what right, actually right. was said, you know? Okay. Well, have you, have, did you actually hear it or you're just hearing of the controversy? I heard of the controversy. Oh, okay. That's why I'm, and since I've been out of the U S for two weeks, I have no idea if there is any thing 
discuss about oh. it or how do you feel? Yeah, you know, uh, thank you for asking about that, because sometimes, uh, you know, controversies come up, and especially over issues like this in our culture. You know, do you go to a wedding, you know, what, under what circumstances do you go to any wedding that you don't agree with? Like, what if you, what if you're just going to a wedding of, you know, a man and a woman, but you're thinking, and all the guests are thinking, I better hold on to the receipt to the gift, because I think I'm getting that back in a couple of weeks, right? You ever go to those? (laughs) Uh, you know, where do you draw the line for that? Um, so this is what I would say, Michelle, about Alistair Begg. Number one, Alistair Begg is a great preacher. He loves the Lord. He loves the scriptures. And so I think that whatever he said, and this is without knowing the context myself, okay, but in, I'm sure that he was looking at it from a strip, a scriptural context. And on these issues, I think that most people, you know, some people, they will diverge and they will let cultural opinion one way or the other decide, you know, make that decision. I don't think Alistair Begg would be doing that. I think that what he is concerned about is, um, you know, with, with these issues, there's two conversations, right? There's the policy conversation where you talk about an issue and it can be kind of harsh and blunt. And if you're, if you're personally struggling with that issue, it's a hard conversation to be a part of, right? Um, and that's the second conversation. The second conversation is the way you have a conversation about the same subject, trans issues or gay marriage or something, with somebody you know who's gay or trans or has a kid who is or something, right? It's a different approach. Um, what I would say about Alistair Begg is he loves the Lord. He's very concerned about how Christians in their interpersonal life will interact with people who either don't know the Lord or who are walking away from the Lord in various ways. And uh, I think some pastors who are very serious are going to come to a different conclusion about the best thing to do in uh, these things, right? Um, I've been reading his uh, daily devotion devotional book um, for over two years now, and I find it his um, writing and his uh, inspirations very good. And so, um, of course, I will continue to read his, uh, yeah. his book. I would not cancel Alistair Begg. Uh, you know, he's, no, on, no. he's on this station every morning, and uh, he, you, one of the things that any Christian is going to have to deal with in, in any, any time, really, but is how do we properly represent Christ? You know, what would Christ do? And sometimes we just disagree. But Jesus gave us some examples where he would sit with the woman at the well who clearly was an adulterer, and he didn't condemn her, He didn't, but he also didn't justify her sin. You know, he didn't say, don't worry about it. You know, he confronted her lovingly, but his, he didn't abandon her either, right? And, uh, you know, there's some scripture that is, within the church, when somebody is within sin in the church, and they're proclaiming, you know, Second Corinthians about, you know, if a brother continues to sin and will not repent, you know, then you, you uh, don't associate with them, right? There's some harsh things, but in those contexts, it has to do with a person who's claiming to be Christian, and they're openly not following the Lord in one way or the other. Even those areas get controversial, but you have a conversation for inside the church, and how do you judge other believers? And then a conversation for how do you interact with people who aren't a part of the church, you know, who don't believe in Jesus, who don't subscribe to a morality that uh, the Bible would would prescribe. 
how do you interact with them? Because what you want is every person to come to saving faith in Jesus and surrender their life to Jesus. And for some people, that is going to uh, mean a lot of life change eventually that that I believe the Holy Spirit would lead for them. So what I would do on that without knowing the specifics is trust that uh, Alistair Begg is a a lover of the Scripture. He submits to the Lord, and uh, whatever that is about is probably about the tension of how do we love people who are uh, engaging in uh, modern life today away from the Lord um, without abandoning them so that you can no longer even share the gospel with them because you don't have a relationship. It gets complicated, but I would I would trust that he is doing his best to honor the Scriptures and honor the Lord. Yes. Thank you so much for taking my call again. All right. Thank you, Michelle. Uh, 888-528-2557 is the number. Those are, those are important things. I'm working on uh, something maybe we'll do next week about those two conversations, right? Because when we talk about the politics of issues today, it can be immigration, it can be abortion, it can be so many things. There are discussions that you need to have from a policy perspective that sound very harsh when you're talking about human beings who are, who are you know, connected in that policy. And it can go both ways, right, where it affects people's lives for real. There's one conversation that you have to have. You have to be able to have blunt conversation about what is true, what is right, what works. At the same time, you have to acknowledge that everything impacts people's lives. And that conversation that you might have with an individual or with somebody that you know is you, you don't sacrifice your belief, but you might have that conversation differently. And how do you discern when to have that conversation. That's a a topic we'll do in another day. Today's Open Line Friday. We'll talk about whatever it is you'd like to talk about. 888-528-2557. We'll be back as the Friday edition of the Pastor Scott Show continues. Stay tuned. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 